This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast for your author success with the Author You, your guide to book publishing show. And as you listen, you'll get a variety of ahas, insights, tips, and how-tos for your author publishing and book marketing success. And our topic for today ties into all of these goodies. Um, With us is someone who I had the pleasure of having on several years ago, and I guess we could say she's back, Um, (laughs) but she she has some different tools and tricks to to bring with us. Uh, With us is Marilyn Haywood-Page, and Marilyn is a branding expert. She has over 30 years, that's three decades, of marketing uh, in her background and with a variety of companies. And we were talking about whether it's real estate, whether it's financial services, it could be medical devices, it could be about restaurants. And guess what? We're talking authors today and publishing. And all of those things have commonalities that if you miss them, if you don't develop the, the core factors that are necessary for your success, you're going to take a nosedive. So with that said, Marilyn, welcome back to the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. So, you know, it's it's been a couple of years. And first of all, I guess I always ask, is, is there anything really new that you see that's come along in the branding lines that uh, some of the elements, the tools that we have available that maybe weren't so uh, available or were not even used a few years ago? Tools, tools always change. So there's always new platforms and new tools, and I call it the shiny objects. There's lots of new shiny objects that are always available. But the the basic elements, the fundamentals of branding really don't change. So uh, there's, you know, go to Fiverr.com and you'll find all kinds of shiny objects, you know, but the elements of branding, the fundamentals don't change, and those are the things you have to understand so that when you go to pick up some of those shiny objects and decide, oh, well, let's see if I want to try this, you have an understanding of the fundamentals so that you are choosing the right tools. Well, I think this is really important because I've, I've always told people that um, if if anyone wants to talk about the squirrel factor, I can get involved in that. I mean, it's like <laughs> I like I like shiny things, and you know, it is the season for shiny things right now. And that it and you can get waylaid, and you can get waylaid with enormous loss of time. You can get waylaid with huge amounts of money by going down the wrong path and getting pulled in. I see authors do this all the time, so. Companies do it, too. And and big companies. So, so, yeah, Yeah. with your career, you've been out here for a while. What are some of the biggest snafus that shiny objects have pulled uh, a company away from their core values? 
Well, anytime a marketer comes to you and says, this is it, I have the answer, <laughs> that's a big red flag. That, so that's when you should be heading to the door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we call it, you know, the silver bullet answer um, because people, CEOs, whether it's a CEO or an author, people like simple packaged answers. And when it comes to marketing, there are tons of marketing platforms and people and salespeople who will say, here it is, here it is in a bright little shiny package, all tied up neat, and it's this much money, and this is your silver bullet, and this is what will, will make you the next superstar, the next revenue generator, whatever the, the goal is. There's so, lots of those available. And so what I Maryland. caution... Yeah, I have yeah. to ask this. Do they actually say in their pitch, this is the silver bullet? No, generally oh, okay. not. But that's, that's, that is what, our, that's what the pitch is saying. Oh, okay. So this is the insider buzzword, everyone. You want to know. You stay away from the stealth silver bullet. Okay, here we go. Marilyn, yeah. continue. Yeah. Okay. So often what happens with authors and with uh, companies is they're looking for an answer to a particular challenge. For the author, it's, how do I get more readers? And so anyone who comes to you and says, this is how you get more readers. Here it is. Sign up for the plan. It's this much money a month, and you'll get readers. Um, generally, that doesn't work. It's generally just a pipe dream, and it's a way of getting you to plug money into their system, into making them money, but it's not really going to get you where you want to go. And there's all kinds of um, similar items that are available to CEOs and companies that are just in different, different structures. But it's the same kind of idea that, hey, we got the answer. This is the silver bullet. Sign up for the plan. It's this much money, and you're going to get customers. And generally, that doesn't work. Um, I'm not going to say 100% all the time, but I've never seen it work. That doesn't mean it hasn't for somebody, but I've never in 30 years seen that work. Um, so, And every author I've worked with, and I, I was at Barnes & Noble for 10 years doing um, community relations and author promotions, and, you know, it, I've never met an author that said to me, you know what, I signed up for this marketing plan and boy, did I get a whole bunch of readers and a whole bunch of book sales, and all I had to do was sign up for this one thing, and that just made the wheels turn. Oh, and Never it automatically had. just kind of filled up the cash in the bank, right? Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it Suddenly, work. people were ordering my books, and I was on Oprah, and, you know, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, no, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, it doesn't, yeah, work. And it doesn't it, work that way for companies either. Oh, I, you know, I love to getting into the truthiness of stuff. Um, and, and also for you listeners, guess what? Being on Oprah doesn't always sell books. Be, and, and, and that's always a shock when people hear me say that. Um, that I, and one of the thing I learned, and I've been on Oprah several times, that it's always about Oprah. It's, it's, always, <laughs> about the, it's always about the host. It's always about featuring them as as the star, even though you're the expert and the star is supposedly, nah, forget it. It's it's really about showcasing. It's their showcase, and you need to really understand that. And if you can feel out, figure out how to wedge in 
um, you, you have more of a chance. But you're just a you're just another show, and always don't forget that. You know, I, I've I've well, learned that through the school of hard knocks, I guess I would say. But after doing over fifteen hundred shows, um, television yeah, you, shows you over the years. Great- you bring up a terrific point, and you and fifteen hundred shows is is uh, laudable. That's quite an accomplishment. You really worked your tail off for that. Um, uh, uh, that's a yesm. <laughs> yes, yes. So, the, you always have to understand your audience. So, if you are on Oprah or any talk show, Good Morning America, you're you're you know the the Denver Post, the Philadelphia Inquirer. Whoever it is, whatever, whoever is interviewing you, you need to understand who their audience is and what is their goal. Your goal is to sell books, is to become a more well-known author. But understand that when they say, okay, we want to interview you, we want you on our show, on our blog, on our whatever, they have goals for that. So you need to understand what are they trying to accomplish and who is their audience. And you want to speak to their audience in a way that connects with them and their goals and the goals of the show or the blog or the podcast or whatever it is. Because that's your job is to understand your audience, no matter where it is that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. That's your number one goal. Absolutely. So, and, and for your audience, your goal has to be to understand what their problem is. Um, and yeah. not where, you know, where you were talking about the silver bullet It you know, here's what went through my brain here that I remember some of the pitches from the insurance industries and they, they had this thing called the, uh, you know, the no strings attached and all those kind of things, but they always sold insurance on fear. It was always sold on fear. Um, and I think it's important that that people do have fears, they've got these problem fears, but you've got to be, you're going to be the kiss it and make it well. And if you can get that to emulate and come across, you are way ahead of the game. That's my experience. Yeah. Yeah. We, so that. You're, we're saying the same thing in different ways, correct? Yes, I yes. agree. Yeah, we go in that. All right, so that um, I, I love the idea that when you hear someone talking about this is going to solve all your problems or in the marketing pitch, the silver bullet pitch, um, guarantee, just fork over whether it's, uh, it, you know, 100 bucks or 500 bucks or 1000 And by the way, I've got someone who got caught in one of those silver bullets for $10,000 and nothing, sure. nothing. This is an author, nothing. Oh, yeah. Came forward with it, so um, I, I think that that this whole thing with the branding starts with well, we'll start with the key question, and we're gonna go to our first break with Marilyn Haywood Page. But that, what's the first question someone has to ask when they start developing their brand? What do you write about? Okay. Are you are you writing about marketing? Are you writing about insurance? Are you writing about alligator wrestling? Are you writing about mysteries that are set in Victorian England? What do you write about? That's the first part of your brand, of you and as it, an author. Yeah, and they better be able to articulate it quickly, clearly, and succinctly. And with that, we're going to take our first break. With this is Marilyn Haywood-Page. 
branding expert. We're talking about building yours and growing it. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out... You will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at AuthorU.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're talking about something that I think is so essential, so elementary to everything you do. And and we're talking about whether it's a website, whether it's your speech it's even how you dress, how you look, and, and, and your books, your covers. We're talking about branding, branding. And with us, Marilyn Haywood Page is an expert in branding. Uh, she was with actually, and this is where, you know, we authors are singing here. She was the CRM, the community relations manager, for many, many years with Barnes & Noble, who who these people are so essential to your success if you're doing book signings with the in the BNN umbrella. So yeah, uh, yeah. so let, let's go back to I asked what are the you know what are the core things and key questions and and uh, for starting the brand and Marilyn's shot back quickly with you know what 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 are you writing about? <laughs> it's part of your brand value. Yes. Right. So what we're, what I'm trying to get at with these questions is what is your brand value? Because mm-hmm. you need to understand what your brand value is so that you can communicate it. Mm-hmm. The first question is what do you write about? The second question is what value does the reader get from your books? What are they going to get? Are they going to be informed, educated, inspired, 
motivated, entertained, what do they get? Mm-hmm. There's, uh, in the branding world, there's different types of value. And there's sort of a hierarchy. So there's functional values, which are things like, you know, my books help you save time. They help you make money. They help you reduce risk. They help you organize. They help you connect. These are all sort of functional types of um, brand values. Then you have uh, brand values that are more emotional, right? So my books, they help you with wellness. Uh, they're fun. They're entertaining. Um, they... Uh, provide nostalgia, they reduce anxiety. So these are emotional values that people get from reading your books. There's life-changing values that come from reading books. Um, I provide hope with my books. I provide uh, means to self-actualization with my books. I create affiliation, belonging, helping people find their tribe. I, I provide motivation. Those are sort of life-changing um, values that someone can get from reading your books. And then there's social impact, right? So at the top of that is self-transcendence, right? So my books help you transcend the self and help you uh, relate more to others and to your spirituality and that kind of value, uh, brand value. So you need to really zero in on what is the value that someone gets by reading my books. And then the next part is, who is your reader? So there's yeah, exactly. obvious and not so obvious. Yeah. Who's your target audience? And it's not enough to say, well, my target audience is readers. Way too broad. <laughs> if, if everyone's your audience, no one will be your audience. I'm sure you've come across that, Judith. Uh, oh, but I love the way you just said that. If everyone... If you think that everyone is your, I'm going to make a poster on this, Marilyn. If you think everyone is your audience, dot, 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 then no one is. Love that. Yeah, no one's going to be your audience. So there's obvious and then there's not so obvious, right? So when you are drilling into, okay, I write books about alligator wrestling, and I am the world's greatest alligator wrestler, and I know all the techniques, and I know all the places to go, and I have a great group of friends, and we all go alligator wrestling, and I have all of, I have a blog, and I have photos, and, okay, your obvious target are other alligator wrestlers. That's your obvious target. Your not so obvious target is anyone who struggles with self-confidence. Maybe it's troubled teens who need a way to have, you know, adventure that's a little safer than drugs or, you know, you have to think through who would really jam on, on my information, on my book, on my fiction, on my nonfiction. There's the obvious, okay, there's readers who love 18th century fiction. We already know they love. But who else? Well, let's see, mystery, romance readers, uh, people who really like adventure. So you've got to really think about who else would really jam with what I'm writing. Think it through. Be creative. Be curious. I'm, I actually, I'm writing down your, I love the jam. <laughs> <laughs> right? You got to find your tribe, right? So the next thing well, I want to ask in terms of your brand, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
Okay, I um I I don't want to just uh, talk over you or um I don't want to I don't want to be an, a, 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 a not a good guest. I want to be a good guest. Uh, so, what is your writing style? So that's another thing you need to understand to be able to articulate your brand and understand your brand value. Is are you a narrative writer? Are you a descriptive writer? Are you an expository writer? Are you a you know train of thought whatever comes to my head writer? What is your writing style? What will, will someone get by reading your books? Well, you know what? They're going to get a great escape. They are going to be entertained, and they are going to get an escape for so many hours, days, weeks, whatever it is. They are going to get an education on how to choose the right health insurance. That's what they're going to get. What is unique about your books and your writing style? So here's where you start to differentiate yourself, your brand. Well, I write mysteries, but my sleuth is an albino film star whose hobby is catching killers. That's how <laughs> my my writing is different, right? I do it in a narrative style, and he's an albino, and he's this film star, but his sideline is catching killers. Now we're getting into more of the differentiators, right? Because you as an author, you might feel like, ah, you know, there's so many mystery writers. There's so many people who are writing about what I'm writing about. So this is where your questions to yourself about who is my audience? What is unique about my writing style? What is unique about the content of my book. Well, you know, there's been a lot of people who have written books about health insurance, but my book has worksheets in it with Q&A. My book has um, interviews with healthcare professionals. My book has... So understanding how is my book different? How is my viewpoint different? You need mm -hmm. to, to be able to articulate that because all of this is going into your brand. And this is, you know, I do. I want you to write this stuff down. I want you to answer these questions. And I can email this thing out to whoever wants it. I have a whole sheet here. I can email this out. You're going to answer these questions because all of these little bullet points of information is what I call them, lead into creating your brand. Because you want a brand that is authentic and compelling and resonates with your target audience. Mm -hmm. And and I, you know, I I loved your albino description. You know, you were saying that it giving what, what were the words you said? My uh, an albino. Do you remember film what star. you said? Yeah, the albino film star whose hobby is catching killers. Right, it's catching killers and and creating killer soups on the side. See, I would add a third line. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Um, and, and then, <laughs> what about your writing style, right? So maybe, you know, my writing uses sarcastic wit to connect mm -hmm. with the reader and keep them laughing. My writing is very concise and to the point so that people can, can just get the information quickly. My writing is um, very narrative, so I tell, I give examples through stories. So really understanding what is unique about your books and your writing style. That is all mm -hmm. part of creating your brand. Mm, I love this. It, and, and I remember years ago, one of my editors, um, with, uh, I, I, I wrote several books with Josie Bass. 
And and one of the editors says, yeah. And she said, you know, you are really blunt. You are a blunt writer. <laughs> and, and I speak bluntly, too. But <laughs> but that is my style. OK, let's get to the point. Bullet point. I, I think that's great. This, 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 I think yeah. that you were way ahead because that is all what the Internet is now is blunt and to the point. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> all right, OK, so next question. How do you want to be perceived? When people think of you or your books, what are the first things you want to come into their mind? So when I think of Judith Bryles, I think to the point. Her writing is blunt, to the point, um, not, not sugar-coated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So highly detailed information. Um, I want people to think page-turner. I want them to think... Smart dialogue. I want them to think, man, great examples and exercises. What is it that you want people to think about when they say, you know, Joe Smith author, right? There's certain authors that if I name certain authors, there's going to be immediately things that come to your mind. Mm -hmm. John Grisham. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. There are there are immediate associations that come to your mind, and that is because they have a brand that has been built over decades of writing, and their writing style, and what they write about, and how they write, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's what you want to create for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's important to interject here that your writing style will evolve. There are changes to it. I mean, how how I what my first book was published in June of 81. That means I turned it in. I I will tell you all I turned it in to it was picked up by the publisher in December of 79. So you have a year and a half goes by, um, which is fairly typical year and a half to two years from the time of contracts signed to when the book comes out today. And that my style of writing really did has is so different from when I first started writing because I was clueless, actually, uh, when I first started writing to how I write today. And, And I see my style continually to evolve as I work with my own clients um, with them and helping them fine tune their own writing, it helps me fine tune. So the bottom line is, everybody, is the more you write, the better you get. The more you write, the better you get, and you'll know yourself and who you are, right? But and I love this question: How, you know, how do you want to be perceived? I love that question. Oh, good. I got one yeah. more for you. What kind of impact do you want to have on your readers? So while reading my book, I want readers to fill in the blank. Yeah. Right. Fill in the blank. Be educated. To be scared. Mm. You know, what what is it you want your readers to to do, to be, right? And that's that's really important. And I'm going to, we're going to take our next break. And, yep. and I'm going to come back and I'm going to add one of my questions, which really ties in to your impact one that I ask, always ask all my authors um, for. Well, I'll just throw it out and then we'll take our break is what is your intentionality with your book? 
What is your intentionality? This we'll be right your back. guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So this is, I, and I'm, I'm loving the, the tips. I mean, I've said so many of these things, and I always like it when when experts come back and kind of re-support the way I've evolved and the way I think as you go along. Um, but it is about your brand. It, 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 your, if you can get what your brand is then and give it permission to flow into your work, uh, you, you will be more successful because people will start connecting. And it could branding, you know, comes with all kinds of sizes and shapes. And some of them are shiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think authors could get uh, intimidated by the word, you know, brand and branding. And really, this is about cultivating who you are in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Because... There is this very private thing that you do as an author. You, you either write by hand or you sit in a keyboard and you let what's in your brain come out, you know, onto a page. And that is a very private, personal thing. And so when you say to someone who has been engaged for hours and weeks and months and days and years in that very private, personal uh, endeavor, it's when you say to them, okay, now you need to create a brand, I get that that can feel really jarring. That can feel really like, what? I just poured my soul out. What? But this is about telling people in a way that they can understand in a neat, concise way what that little piece of your soul is in a way that is packaged so that they can go, oh, I get that. Oh, I want to, yeah, I want to read that. Oh, I want to know who you are. That's all it is. We're just packaging it. And the more we get good at packaging it, and the word that we use is branding, the more we get good at that, the more people will resonate with what 
you are packaged, what you have packaged. Mm-hmm. Because you live in a media-saturated world where there's so many offers, there's so much advertising, so many things that the only pieces of information that cut through is what is compelling and relevant to the audience. Mm -hmm. So your job as an author in marketing yourself is to really understand that brand, your brand, and and all of its uniqueness, and then understand the audience that that will speak to. You are building that connection to that audience that's going to be so excited to go, hey, they're writing about stuff I want to know about. That's my jam. I want to read them. That's all this is. That's all branding does. So don't be intimidated by it. Uh, The last question. mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go. Go, go. No, I just so concur with this and and people are intimidated by so much of this. And also with publishing, Marilyn, as you know, you've been around it. You've seen people walk through the doors of Barnes and Noble and even, you know, outside of the book publishing industry is they walk in often with on both shoulders overwhelm. They just they don't know which way to go. And and a lot of times they've gone through so many different things that their their heads are just spinning. Of yeah. is this just another gimmick? Is this just another gimmick? Yeah. Instead of getting back to these essentials, where you are saying, you know, what are you writing about? What's the value you bring to the audience? Exactly who are you writing for? What kind of style are you using? How are you perceived? You know, what kind of impact does this make on the reader? I mean, it's just so, um, to me, this is so elementary. I I hope you all are getting this. This is elementary essentials. It's essentials, but also this is kind of an insurance policy, too. Because Mm. once you've done this kind of work and you've worked all these things out, Mm -hmm. then when someone comes to you with a shiny object and they say, this is your silver bullet. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You're gonna you're mm-hmm. gonna give me X dollars, and I'm gonna do this for you, and <laughs> you're gonna be on the bestseller list. You're gonna be able to evaluate that through a very different lens because now, when you understand your brand, you can look at that shiny object object and say, "Huh, is that going to convey my value? Mm-hmm. Is that is that really gonna work?" You have mm-hmm. a different set of criteria now. It's a little bit of an insurance policy against shysters when you do mm-hmm. this work. Mm-hmm. So the next so, thing I want to talk about is your mission. Go ahead. You got something else there? Yeah. What I was going to say is that what we're talking about is taking the shining bullet, that shiny bullet, and it could be any color, but turning it into a solid gold nugget. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, There's, so mission. It's, it's not a one and done. Marketing is oh, no. not a one and done. Whether Never. you're an author, whether you're a company, it's not a one and done. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. So your, your mission, the next part of your brand, right? So we just talked all about your brand value, we, and we got zeroed in on what is the brand value. Now I want to talk about your mission, and I know you talk about this with your authors, Judith. Mm-hmm. What is the I purpose? Do. What is your purpose for writing? 
I need a mission statement. So just like a company has a mission statement, I want an author mission statement. So here's some like samples. My mission is to empower teenagers to make better education and career decisions. That's an author who writes about uh, teen employment career opportunities, edu- uh, how to develop their resume, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a mission statement. My mission is to help small business owners make more money so they can positively impact their families and community. So that's a writer who writes books about how to improve your small business. And you understand that there's a, there's a, a bit of, it's not just like, well, my mission is to write books about alligator wrestling. No. My mission is to, is to create a community of people who are passionate about alligator wrestling and teach them about alligator conservation, environmental issues, blah, blah, blah. My mission is to inspire other teachers, establish myself as an expert, and advance my career. It's okay to have your own ambitions around, well, I'm writing this, but a lot of people do. They write a book because they want to expand their business, they want to get more customers, they want to advance their career, and that's great. Make that part of your mission statement. And and I'm going to suggest that all of you, I, I, I think this is great homework for you all really to do, start doing some noodling if you don't have a mission statement. But work on it, tweak it, and then I want you to print it out and attach it to like to the top of your laptop screen in the cross. So you are reminded every day what your mission is to keep on track. Just suggesting. And if your mission doesn't inspire you, it's not Mm -hmm. the right mission. Mm-hmm. And then in that, we go into the vision statement. So here's the big picture, right? So this should also be inspiring. So if you fulfill your mission, what does that look like in the world? What might your books and writing achieve? What impact do you want to have? So in the first mission statement example I gave you, which was my mission is to empower teenagers to make better education and career decisions. The connected vision to that might be when high school seniors graduate in the United States, they have clear goals and a secure path forward. You want a vision of the world Mm -hmm. when your writing and your books take hold. What does that mean in your community, in your family, in your state, in your country? What does it mean? Your vision is aspirational big picture, it should inspire and excite you. Your vision is, how do you want it all all to end up? The biggest, most wonderful result you can think of. I changed the way the United States uh, public school districts approach career and uh, career education in in the United States. That's, That's my big vision, is that I have that impact. So just like your mission, you yeah, keep keep Uh, it concise. uh, Just like your mission, it's one or two sentences. mm -hmm. And you know, I often would ask authors, "What what does success look like to you?" And you know, I'd hear money, and I would hear I sell books, and uh, I want to be on the New York Times bestseller list. I I think that 
you really need to come back into what's the inspiration and how does that tie in with that that mission is that purpose how does this tie in with your purpose so because a lot of times you know Marilyn I hear people they really get this confused and it's their ego talking yeah yeah your ego doesn't get you to write month after month year after year your ego only has you know so much motivation mm-hmm. it's it's a, a life purpose. It's a it's a deeper vision that keeps you writing when you don't want to. The last thing I want to talk about it can get you in trouble. It can get you into trouble too. That's what I say. Yeah, and the ego never stops, right? The ego wants this this week and then next the next week. You know, the ego just is is never satisfied and is always you know changing the goalposts. <laughs> so you got to get okay. past the ego. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Next up. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about in terms of uh, developing your author brand is a brand essence, which is Mm -hmm. sometimes called a brand mantra. Mm -hmm. And this expresses the core of what you want your brand to represent or the image you want to project. And you're not going to get to this until you've done all the work that we just talked about. So you've really honed in on all those questions that that we uh, spoke about uh, earlier. Mm -hmm. So a brand essence is two or three words. And it's what value does a reader get by reading your books? What are the core differentiators of your books? So write down two or three, four words that encapsulate the core essence of your author brand. So let's say, uh, you know, you're writing Harlequin books. You know, a Harlequin mantra Mm -hmm. might be romance adventures. Mm -hmm. That is the brand essence, romance adventures. Um, if we were talking about Hallmark Christmas movies, the brand mantra or the brand essence might be um, holiday romance. That's that's the brand essence. So what two or three words encapsulate your brand for the consumer? Mm-hmm. And, and when you said Hallmark, I'll tell you the word that I also popped in front of it um, I have one of my daughters loves the Hallmark stuff. Um, it would be clean romance mm-hmm. without right. everything else. All right. We're going to be right back for our final segment. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success. 
a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Marilyn Haywood Page, and she is a 30 plus year marketer, brand specialist, um, and also has under her umbrella uh, 10 years as a CRM, aka Community Relations Manager for Barnes and Noble. She knows publishing, she knows authors, and we've been talking about really the core essentials of why you need to build a brand, why you need to know what your brand is, and how to implement it. And I think that as we come into our final segment here, is we need to put it all together, Marilyn. Let's bring it all together here. All so right. back to you. Okay. Okay. So now that you've done this homework and you understand your brand value, you understand who your audience is, you have delved into your mission and your vision. Now we want to actualize this. We want to make this brand, we want to turn it into brand elements. So these go, this is where it goes from stuff in your head, right, and little uh, statements that you've taped to your laptop. How do we actualize this in terms of your website, your logo, your social media, all of those channels, right? Because what you need to do with your brand is you need to uh, broadcast it. You need to get it out to your readers. You need to find ways to take that little essence, that little, okay, here's my package, here's who I am, here's what I have to offer. Now we want to take that and distribute it. And we do this by creating brand elements that are in alignment with all of those things that you just did and, you know, all those questions, all the answers to those questions. So let's say that you are an author 
who would be kind of a, a hallmark kind of author or a harlequin kind of author. You are a romance uh, author that is um, more on the clean side. You don't get into a lot of sex scenes and things like that. It's um, more family-oriented kind of uh, entertainment. So you are going to choose brand elements that are aligned with that. And what I mean, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to think about colors. So mm. if I am creating a world and the world is romance or the world is mystery or the world is insurance information, what are the colors that resonate with that? If it's romance, is it going to be black and red? Probably not. Mm-mm. If it's <laughs> healthcare, is it going to be gray and black and white? Probably not. You want to think about what are the colors that convey the kind of information or the kind of storytelling that I'm doing. If it's science fiction, maybe those colors are not muted. Maybe they're very vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. And the muted colors would be more for the romance reader. Mm-hmm. So you want, colors mean things to people. Colors convey emotion. If you want energy, I'm going to go with red and orange and maybe bright yellow. If I want trust, probably blue, probably a navy blue or a darker blue. There's certain emotions that colors convey. So you need to understand that, yeah, orange might be your favorite color personally, but you are writing about... um, Let's see, you are writing about plumbing. And I should give the example, like pink is my favorite color, right? So I'm writing about plumbing. Is pink the right color for a book on plumbing? Probably not. Uh, That's a big no. (laughs) Yeah, so thinking about who the audience is, what do they expect, right? So if I'm writing about financial things, the audience wants to trust me. So what are the colors of trust? Well, Mm -hmm. blue is going to be one of them. That's a given. Different shades of blue. You might want to go with a color scheme that's different shades of of blue, maybe a a green in there, money green. Mm -hmm. So think through what colors make sense. Are they vibrant? Are they pastel? Are they very bright? Are they muted? You want Mm -hmm. to think that through. And again, it's not about, oh, these are my favorite colors. Oh, this is what my kid loves. No, this is about your audience, what this translates, what it conveys to them. Mm -hmm. You're conveying your brand. Yeah, I think one of the most important things that authors should be getting down to, you can certainly, you know, get on and go through Amazon and all the bestsellers in your genre and look what the, and you should be looking at the current covers and what they look like because that will help you. But I am a firm believer that you get your tush down to a brick-and-mortar store and you yeah. really peruse the colors, the colors. Yep. I'm, I'm after the colors. Um, as and the well imagery. As imagery, exactly. I was going to say and the imagery. imagery is it, that brings is it, it in the very place. sharp? Is it very dreamy? Is it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. gritty imagery? Is You know, what kind of imagery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, I, and those... I, I, 
as I say, I love the examples because in, let's go back to the romance. If you are if, if you are a, a, a Hallmark type of writer, you're doing clean romance that is not going to vibrate with sex scenes all over the place, that you're going to be using a much more muted color. You're not going to use flaming orange red. Uh, that would say spicy, spicy, spicy. That is not what you're going to be doing. You're going to much more subtle, subtle. And there, there are in some of the genres and romance is one of them, by the way, for those of you who are romance writers who have color codes that kind of signify. (laughs) They do. I do. (laughs) They have color codes that let people know that this is calmer and this is hot. Just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And a good designer, honestly, a good designer who has experience, they can sort all that out for you, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And these are the things, though, that I'm, I'm wanting you to be aware of as an author creating a brand because you're going to have an, an author logo. You're going to have a website. And you want these elements to go consistently through all of these brand elements so that anytime someone interacts with your brand, whether it's you in person, your book, your website, um, a, a publisher that you're working with, any touch points, we call them in marketing touch points, that there's a through line, there's an alignment. You don't have like uh, what we call a brand disconnect. Your colors, your logo, your website, your messaging, your social media, all of it is in alignment. There's nothing that is out of place like, really? Why did, why did he say that? Have you ever met someone that, I, I'm, I'm sure you've had this experience. You go, you read a book or you read an article or you in some way come across someone's ideas, someone's writing, um, someone's thoughts. And you read it and you go, wow, yeah, that's really interesting. Wow, that's really cool. And then you see that person on TV, you hear them on the radio, you meet them, and it is a brand disconnect. How they appear and what they write, two different things. Brand disconnect. Mm -hmm. You want to avoid that, right? So that everything about your brand, all of those questions you answered, all that value, that mission, that vision, that mantra, all of those things align with your colors, your logo, your messaging, your website, your clothing, your social media posts. If you are a writer that writes about um, research strategies and your LinkedIn and Facebook is littered with what you ate at restaurants for the last, you know, month, that's a brand disconnect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you I'm are a, so a glad you said that restaurant writer and your yeah. Facebook is littered, then great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So you want but it all to align. It, it, and this is so critical. This is so freaking critical that when I see people's social media that's got political stuff, I mean, if you're writing political books, go for it. But if yes. you are not, do not go there. Do not go yep. there. If you're writing like serious business topics, this is not where you drop in kiddo pictures. It, it's yep. this. There's such huge disconnect 
Um, and then they're figuring out, well, how come no one follows me? How come no one uh, sees this really important stuff, the stuff that I'm trying to make this major impact with it? Because you violated your mission, you violated your vision, you violated your value and your essence. That's why. You want that brand to be consistent. That's how you build a brand. That's how you build a recognizable brand, by being consistent. Exactly. Well, listen, we have about 90 seconds here before we say adios to everybody. Um, and, and by the way, Marilyn will be back with us later on in the month where we are going to be doing deep diving into how to make your website stand out using that fabulous brand that you're developing. All right. So one other hot tip that we can look at in actualizing your brand so it pops. Uh, if you want this uh, little worksheet that I put together, that has all the questions on it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to website? email it to yeah. you. Well, how do they get a hold uh, of you, Marilyn? Yeah. You can how just email me. And that's uh, P-A-I-G-E-I-M-C, page I-M-C at gmail.com. You can just email me. Tell me that you're looking for the um, how to develop your author brand. All right. And, if and I'll everyone, send it out to you. Yeah, if they miss that. If you will, you can email me too um, at yeah. Judith at com and say, I'd like the branding essentials uh, in the subject line and, 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 and I'll take care of it for her too. So with that, all right, Marilyn Haywood Page, thank you so much for being with us today. I look forward My to pleasure. playing with you in a few weeks <laughs> again as we get Perfect. into this more, everyone. And you all, thanks for spending an hour with Marilyn and I. And your authoring and public success is always up to you. Always remember that your words matter. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.